guys, what's up everyone and welcome to Young Titan World. I hope you guys are having one fantastic, awesome, amazing, spectacular day. And if you're having anything worse than that, I hope you have the strength to go through it. Now, today we're going to be talking about one particular movie that has captivated the hearts of everyone and has shook the very grounds of idealism and existentialism and whatever that could be ending with lism. The point is, Barbie took a right turn to make us more conscious about the lives that we live. Now, I can't vouch for everyone when I talk about this movie, but I can say that from watching it, it was one of the best things that I have seen, all right? The idea of having Ken also have an identity crisis on its own, maybe not, maybe putting identity crisis is kind of like a, a big step, probably in the wrong direction, but um, with, with the storyline itself, Barbie seems to, be a little bit more deeper than Oppenheimer. I'm only saying Oppenheimer because I just made the review just right now. And currently I am on Barbie. Um, both of them all exhibited amazing characteristics and lessons that teach us a lot about life and what exactly we're supposed to do in terms of um, being a better person in this life, all right? Uh, let's start off, okay? Uh, so Barbie is living in her perfect world, just as the song implies. And Ken, his reason for existing, as we all know, is to be a partner to Barbie. And in this, he's always trying to look good in front of her. Now, I, I don't really understand the aesthetics of Barbie. I don't know if she has her own comic book or she has, you know, a form of literature that explains the Barbie world. But this is the first time I'm being introduced to such Barbie world. And apparently, Barbie lives in a parallel, parallel universe that you can travel to if you use a basic set of, you know, travel equipment. You got your scooters. I mean, you've got your skate. I mean, uh, skating shoes. Is that what they call them? Oh my gosh, I'm an old man. Anyways, there's a process to actually get into a parallel universe and it also comes with its own set of rules. Now, apparently they don't need to drink, but they just need to pretend that they drink stuff when they don't. I'm just gonna skip the technicalities for now. What I want to talk about is what happens when she decides to fix herself. Now, it, she realizes that her legs are at, acting wonky because, you know, as a doll, you're always supposed to be tippy toes all the time, 24-7. So she gets flat foot and it freaks her out. She tries to find a solution. Then crazy as Barbie tells her that in order for her to do that, she needs to cross over to the human world, go find the person who's playing with her and try and figure shit out. You know, try and lay the playing field with her and the person who used to play with her. But when she comes to, you know, real life 
everyone does not exactly give her the kind of response that she was expecting. She was expecting that everyone would thank her for a contribution uh, in empowering women and making children want to become better versions of themselves in the future because there is a Barbie doll that is practically anything. I'm not gonna lie, back when I was a kid, my grandma had this book that had tons of toys. It was like a magazine, you know, but rather than naked girls, it was like toys, toys, toys. And I would look at those toys night and day just wishing I would get my hands on one but I never did you know I never did not because I sucked or you know the money wasn't there those toys were not even in my country all right it was just one of those foreign magazines you get from a different place and it probably was sold for like I don't know a cent or something so the person just slapped it as part of a deal for furniture I don't know all I know is that watching or looking at those Barbie dolls and those setups that she had made things so, so, so sad for me because I wanted to have those kind of dolls, even though they were pinkish and it kind of felt like it was for girls, but I wanted them. And so I guess I understand that you know you would expect people to like grow up and say oh my gosh just because i was playing with a barbie doll when i was a little girl and that barbie doll was a doctor i'm gonna be a doctor because i played with a doctor barbie doll see where i'm going with this yeah of course you do now anyways with this entire storyline uh we progress we see that Barbie is becoming less of plastic and more of a person who is feeling these emotions on a whole nother level and she's freaking out like everyone is when you have that existential crisis and you can't breathe and then you collapse because your entire body goes through another form of paralysis it's just wild and you don't really have an answer for it now all of the things that I've said about Barbie right now whether you can just take this at face value, laugh at the jokes that were made in this movie, and just like put a nice little bonnet on it and tell yourself, ah, it's just a movie. It might not be. Because I, I can say that for some of us, we, we might not be plastic, you know, we might not be sold on a shelf in, with different attires, but we have lives. Lives that we live to either impress some or anger some. You know, uh, if a kid wants to rebel, he's not gonna rebel against strangers or nobodies. No, he's gonna rebel against the person who he feels needs to see him rebel so that they can be in pain because he's rebelling. Okay, yeah, like, if I wanted to get back at someone, I would want to do it in their face. You know, I, I would want to hurt them and let them see me hurt them. You know, uh, that's just what I'm saying. So with the idea that Barbie was going through all of these emotions and each and every single part 
of this movie is encapsulated with one anecdote or one piece of advice or one serious situation that happens in our lives. Whether we like it or not, there are some lessons that you can learn from Barbie. And that is, sometimes we have, we have configured a system for ourselves, you know? Maybe your parents have told you that you're gonna be this when you grow up. And in order to impress them, you would work diligently after it. But sometimes it's not what you're supposed to be. So you might not meet the requirements and you might not fulfill what they want. And at that point in time, it's easy for you to see yourself as a failure or as a person that cannot live up to the expectations of their parents or their family. And it can get you down. It can make you feel frustrated because you are not able to be what they want you to be. Barbie was trying as much as possible to send things back to the way they were. Now, although, yeah, she needed to go over to the, to, you know, the real universe and try and fix things with the person who was playing with her, she wanted things to be the way it was. And sometimes they, we need major changes, but we're always so afraid to make those changes. We're always like, uh, it's too much. It's, I can't do this. It's, it's a little bit over the top. I'm not gonna do this anymore. I'm gonna just sit here and wait for things to, you know, clear itself out. Just wait for the darkness to leave and then we can make our move, which is really sad and not helpful at all. And as a person who is growing constantly, you need to understand that there will be moments where you're going to have to force your ass even when you don't want to in order to achieve a goal that is really important to you. Um, Barbie was amazing, even more amazing than Oppenheimer. As I said before, I did not hate Oppenheimer. There was just a tinge of boredom with it and I feel like that's something that I needed to say. Now that I'm done with it, let's go back to Barbie. So, even during this process, Ken is also going on his own trip, trying to understand things that are surrounding him. Now, Ken, Ken seems to be a more complicated character than I took him for. Now, when I saw that there was gonna be Ken, in this particular movie, I mean, of course, it's Barbie, there's gotta be Ken. It's in the freaking song, okay? I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Then Ken's like, come on, Barbie, let's go party. That, 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 he's always supposed to be there. I don't know even what I meant by, I didn't know he was supposed to be in this movie. But listen, the point is, Ken was more complicated than I thought he would be. He was way more deeper. He was a guy who was trying to get the girl that he is supposed to like to like her to like him back. He's trying everything. Trying to gain her attention, following her, being around her, trying it's it's you know, it it probably would reflect a lot of young gentlemen in this day and age trying to make Lassie look their way trying to get some chick to like them back. So they're constantly trying to get their attention in some freaky ass way. You know, get a nice car, if that's a little bit too high up for you. Just be the guy who's always there to help her. 
Help her with her homework. Help her with school projects. Be there when she needs a shoulder to cry on. Always be around her when she needs someone to talk to and never in any time or space have something better to do than be with her. Because that is the law for the simp and everyone who apparently wants to get a girl. But you know, it has the reverse effect because the more you do that, the more they think you're constant and then they decide to play with you and not take your love seriously. In fact, they know that if they roll you over like a yo-yo, you're still gonna come back to them because you're, you're faithful as fuck and you've told them you'll never leave them. And so they're confident that they can fuck up as many times as they want because guess what? They get a golden ticket to screw up as much as they want because you gave them the honors. Anyways, Ken is in that same position, but he realizes there's an alternative. There's a different way to live his life. He doesn't have to be that guy anymore. And even though it works for a limited period of time, he loses it all because he still feels like he, I mean, like he still ends up losing all that he acquires but not his feelings for Barbie. I would say that it's, it's, it's great trying to find yourself sometimes. Sometimes it's hard. I'm not, I'm not gonna say this as a way to talk about love for this entire episode. Love is special. If you get love, you chase after it. But the first person that you fall in love with might be a problem. If it's a person who encourages you to fall deeper into that love because they know they can take care of you when the time comes, that's amazing. But if you fall in love with a hardcore criminal, not talking about a legitimate criminal, I'm talking about one who is scarred in the heart and would think that the only way they can pay back their ex is if they fuck over everyone else that comes their way. So the, the, then you, who has the first love for that person, is screwed because, you know, she, they're gonna take you for one heck of a ride and you're still gonna say that they're good people when they're fucking you over in reality. Anyways, um, so for what uh, Ken had to go through, Liking someone who doesn't like him back is obviously terrible. But being or acknowledging it and trying to break away from it is the first step that you can go towards what you really want. Sometimes we're not really in love. Sometimes it's just companionship that we're yearning for. So we decide to go all in on that one person who is always around us because we think that if we do that, we can secure them for the future. That is adorable, but also creepy as well. And you guys should not strive for such a relationship. If you're forcing someone or you're constantly enticing someone to be in, in your life, chances are they might not want to be there, you know? You can sacrifice a lot and then they'll feel obligated to be around you because you have sacrificed a lot. And that, that is one slippery slope because then you would start filling your head with ideas that they also want to be with you, but they're treating it as if they're in debt and they're trying to pay back that debt. You know, service, feedback, trying to get you on a zero zero kind of situation you know because you she doesn't owe you anything and you don't owe her anything and you guys can just get back on with your life 
Are we even speaking about Barbie now? Anyways, all I wanted to say was that it's really fun. You know, it's really nice. It's amazing. And I really do hope you guys also enjoy it as well. If you don't, you can like and subscribe for more. And you can tell me about it all damn day. Um, but uh, I guess we'll talk to each other later. Hope you guys have a fantastic day or evening or whatever time of day it is, you know. Hope you guys take care of yourselves. Until then, Young Titan out. I just want to say a very big thank you to everyone that um, that has listened to any of these plays. I know in one respect, they're not like professional. We don't have a startup screen or, or we don't have a startup song. Oh, I, I, I don't have any sponsors yet that are like always in my mouth like <laughs> uh, VPNs or shit like that. So when I say thank you guys, I, I really do mean thank you. Thank you so much for all your love and your support. And as we progress and as we get better at this, I just want to say that you're my family and your family that I will never take lightly. Thank you so much for listening once more. Uh, again, it's Young Titan, and uh, you guys have a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye.